Ever wondered what the creative process is behind the films, TV shows and theatre productions you watch? Well, Crew Chats is a new podcast going behind the scenes and chatting to the crew that help make these productions. I'm Poonam and I usually work in the costume department. Whenever I tell people what I do, they're always fascinated. So I thought, wouldn't it be cool to hear more from the wonderful people who work behind the scenes to make the films and shows we all love? Today's guest is Steph Zimlukowski, who studied textile design in Dundee and then did a master's in the same discipline at the Royal College of Art. Since graduating in 2012, Steph has been working as a textile artist in the film industry. She's worked on the likes of Cinderella, Mary Poppins, Star Wars and Aladdin. Hi Steph! Hello! Hey, um, so I was going to start by asking you what your background is. So I know you as um, working in the textile breakdown department, which we'll get into more a bit later, but what is your background? How did you get into the film industry? Okay, um, so I've always studied textile design, which is pretty broad anyway, like textiles cover so much. Um, and I studied like knitted textiles at Dundee University. Um, and that's like a four-year course so I, I graduated there in like 2010 and then I came down to London because I didn't know what I wanted to do so I thought I'd do a master's you know why not yep. <laughs> that's just the natural progression of things isn't it um, yeah so I'd done like a two-year master's at Royal College of Art and and knitted textiles again and I graduated there 2012 and through I mean it's like I learned so much from both those courses and they're amazing but they, they don't really um, tell you much about film and costume and, and like that sort of aspect of things so it's quite you, you I spent a long time wondering what am I going to do after because I really I can't see myself working in fashion or working in interior design and that's what a lot of people go on to do so um, yeah I think because I don't even know why I think a lot of the time because I was doing quite conceptual things like I was working a lot with like um, it was all these like macrame type body piece things that looked quite theatrical and I think a lot of people had sort of pushed uh, like sort of mentioned that and sort of was like oh you know that might be quite an interesting thing if it was more theatre type based. Of speed. Exactly. I was like oh actually that's quite a good idea so um yeah and then I, I suppose once you you've thought about that you start looking more at like costume design and and things like that so I, I sort of started emailing like any people I could get a hold of like agency wise and say like sort of saying when my graduate collection was happening and everything and ended up um emailing someone and they got back to me and they had to look at it and it was really nice because they offered me like a little a little mini job sort of just after I graduated and and that was that really Um, oh yeah it was good that's pretty awesome because actually I was talking to someone else about um, trying to get your foot in the door. It's yeah. quite a, a hard world to get your foot in the door of. And um, it's pretty awesome when someone, because you, you, I think most of us go through the phase of sort of mass emailing people about work. And mm. especially when you graduate and it's a bit yeah. of like, oh, it's a bit scary. And you yeah. rarely get a reply. So it's really nice when someone does reply and it's like, like someone replies. I know. I mean, obviously everyone's so, so busy and stuff, but even just like a response to be like, oh, we're not looking or whatever. You're just like, oh, that's fine. Thank yeah. you for looking at me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That was really me, Belle. Um, but <laughs> so, uh, so anyone who does know Steph may or may not know, but they should know this now, is that she's an amazing knitter. The oh. 
the speed and the stuff with the stuff you produce is pretty awesome and amazing and you there's like usually you send out loads of gifts don't you little knitted gifts which yeah. is really sweet as well I oh, know I sent one out to Vicky and our little twins the other day and she phoned me she was like oh my god I can't believe I managed to get a parcel through this blooming well, oh, oh. <laughs> so it is um how have you found your because since then you've I guess knitting is not necessarily part of what you've been doing in the working world I I, from what I know of you I guess it's not as a big um portion of that but it's more um kind of textile art and breaking down so if you tell us a little bit about that kind of world okay because well I guess actually sorry just sorry to interrupt you um but I guess because people may not know but there's a department called I don't know if this is the official title of it, but we all call it the breakdown department. Yeah. yeah. And I guess the the kind of the first thing that comes to mind when you say that is that stuff goes to be aged or destroyed or made to look a certain way to fit a certain scene or a certain visual that the designer is um, wanting. But there's actually so many other different facets to that department other than that initial. Oh, yeah. Term it's absolutely it's like everyone's got their own specific specialism which is that's what's really nice about that department I think is like um yeah breakdown in textiles like covers so much you know um because uh, yeah like a lot some of the time it, it depends on the job of course but it will be like aging things to make them look like you know if it's a military film you'll be making things look as if they've been you know like if people have been living in these outfits for months on end on a trench or whatever um but also it's like I the majority of the time I've sort of been doing a lot of screen printing and a lot of artwork for things like that so whether you're um trying to make a certain fabric like recreate a certain fabric that's from like I don't know the 50s or 60s or something or you could be enhancing something as well so it's not even you know making things look aged it's sort of bringing out the vibrancy or like the color of what you want it to be or even just changing the color so we do we do like a lot of dyeing as well like there's always within the department there's um usually a section that will have dyers in them so they'll be dyeing like fabrics and different things sometimes feathers it's beautiful um um, there'll be people that are aging and breaking down and maybe um like painting into things and then um there's the things i usually do which is usually screen printing so yeah there's usually a really good mix of people and they've all got like specific little specific talents yeah exactly but usually everyone sort of knows um you know roughly how to do everything but you'll just be a bit better at at certain things and others which is nice because the thing is like with I mean it must be the same around like with everyone's like job in the costume department because each project is so different every film and every um tv show it's it, you're always learning you're always doing something new that you've not really done before that's you know you're you're trying out something new so like everyone always brings something different to the table which I think is really lovely yeah you know, I think each other yeah I think that's the really nice thing about working in um well obviously our experiences in the costume department but even because there's a costume department but there's so many other different departments so you like you guys with textiles and breakdown then we have us with props and you have the makers and you have the embellishers so you do sort of come you do get a lot of different people different people with different types of talents and they you can inform each other about how you progress in different directions which I think is always really cool because you learn so many different techniques and also you've kind of got to do things quite quickly as well I imagine with you guys it's probably the same as well the turnaround time is pretty quick yeah yeah exactly so it's figuring out it's yeah if you've 
if you know someone that's, that knows something, then you're like, how did you do this? Because uh, <laughs> quite interesting for me <laughs> right now. <laughs> and I've got to do it in 10 minutes. Good. <laughs> no, it's good. How do you first um, approach to say a designer or say like um, the head of the department comes and says to you, we want... I don't know we want this print and they've kind of got a few resource images and they've got they've given you a sort of a verbal idea of what they want how do you go about bringing that into bringing that to life so I mean usually I mean it depends on the designer because some designers have such a clear idea of what they want anyway it literally is reproducing it like to the point um so you know sometimes it's a matter of like just recreating the artwork on on your computer and then getting them exposed onto screens and then and then printing it off it's not you know like it's quite straightforward like sometimes it's it's quite you know it's figuring out the processes and stuff if it's um say you've got like a a piece of fabric that's like got a couple of colors running through it so you've got to figure out how to take those colors apart and build up it up um, like section by section so that they all sort of will work together once you print each layer on top of the next if that makes sense yeah um and then other times yeah you do you do get like a bit of a vague idea like it's just you know and you just kind of have to it's quite nice because it's a bit more open and you're like trying to experiment so you'll do like a bunch of drawings or you know like some sort of um textural type effect and um and then just keep sort of building that relationship with the, the designer to sort of show what you know kind of like feed it into the right direction that they're interested in and then get onto that you know the, the final stages of like um once you've done your, all your tests and everything once we've honed in exactly what we want like let's figure out how to do this on a larger scale or you know or whatever effect that we want to make out of it really um yeah it's it's one of those things it just depends on the designer what kind of input they want you to have um yeah it's, but you find that as well don't you because it just depends on who you're working with and who you've got yeah because they all have everyone has a different sort of idea they may want some sometimes they're very clear about what they want or I can imagine sometimes they um are open to other ideas I think everyone's always open to ideas and fairness but I yeah, think I sometimes think people are a little like you know like oh yeah I've done exactly what you want but also there's this maybe this idea that I've been looking at and then they yeah just end up going for that which is quite cool yeah I think it's a very um collaborative approach actually so I think the whole part everything of the whole film world actually is very collaborative I think people yeah. kind of um people who watch films are, maybe it's something that we people overlook even I think when I used to watch films I would just none of this would ever cross my mind so when I came into it I was like oh my god this is how this happened and this is how this happened wow um one thing amazing <laughs> yeah but even like I remember coming into I think I can't remember the film but I remember coming into you at uh, the room and your guys's room and just I think you were screen printing and I was just like fascinated yeah. because I remember doing screen so uh, also we should probably explain what screen printing is for people who don't know what it is but I'll let you do the explaining of what that is but um yeah <laughs> oh yeah so screen printing is basically you've got like say a picture frame and you've got like a mesh that is co that is surrounding it quite tightly. You you have like a almost like a stencil that part of it part of it's blocked off and part of it's open. And when you pass the the some ink through the open parts, almost like sort of like a fan, you're pushing it through. It sort of that it creates like a 
the image so you can like recreate it a bunch of times like um or it could just be a one-off type image and you can use it like several different images on top of each other to create different effects I don't think that's a good explanation to be honest but no, I mean I, I understand I understand because I'm visualizing what you're doing what you're saying so I, yeah. I did understand it but it is also it's quite a, an it's intricate a, process as yeah. a a lot involved in it but what I was going to say is that also it's not just a flat thing is it it's there's you put you can use certain types of paint you can use um certain oh. type of things that create texture yeah yeah so um yeah obviously traditionally you would use like um it's all like dye pastes so it sort of um it, it acts like a dye when you steam the fabric afterwards it it, it becomes part of the fabric and then you got other um other type of effects with different pastes that that aren't do raised surfaces so you get like it sort of puffs up under heat or you get ones that are really glossy or yeah there's just loads of different types you get paralyzed ones just yeah so many different types of binders and different effects that you can create to make things look like other things basically it's really interesting it is really fascinating what's been your most um interesting or slash challenging kind of task mm. um probably for when i was working on mary poppins we we done the whole animated sequence so it was like a lot a lot of work and also we had to like fig- like help like you know figure out how all the, the designs would work um in pattern pieces and then before they're constructed to put them together so like oh, wow. it was it was really interesting because like obviously there was like what five characters and a couple of them have a costume change as well within that scene so you've got to work you know a lot of the time I was working out how to make things look like they had shading in them while they were still in pattern pieces so like I do like a few washes of like and the thing is with um, a lot of print binders and stuff you can water them down to make them more um, you know usable for painting as well so um, I would sort of like paint down a base and then once it, all the pattern pieces had the base on it it gets sent up to one of the guys to um to piece together and then it would come back to me and then I'd do another layer on that when it when it was still had like all the rough edges and hadn't had the linings in it and everything and then it would uh, once I'd done another layer onto it it'd go back up to um to everyone to get finished off and then it would come back to me at the end as well to do all like the final shading and final light lines and details and everything on so like it was really process you know like process based and like you just you had to definitely get everything done before you could send it back up to for the next thing that they could do so it was really collaborative as well because you're like okay right I'll do this and then send that away then I get this other thing back and then send that away <laughs> that, that scene is actually um is actually really beautiful and if anyone hasn't seen it it's worth um yeah. it's worth watching the movie but also just actually searching online that scene because it is is very beautiful but you mentioned being collaborative that sounds like that that example you gave is a it's a really good demonstration of how collaborative um the department is um how is it how do you figure out that okay well this has to go to you first or this has to come down like how does that because again time is of the essence in these situations as well um because you have filming deadlines etc so how does that come about well luckily we've done like with um Mary Poppins we had a really good prep time so we had enough time to really look at how everything would work so it was it was really good because initially they would um 
like some of the cutters would send down some like prototype type uh, you know like jackets or whatever and we would just paint straight onto the jacket um, so we got like a, re a rough idea of what style we wanted to paint onto it without it being too finished or you know everything but with um, with doing that we figured out that it was easier just to use it like as a you know like get it to us before it, ha it got to that stage in order for us to get the most out of it because obviously when you're trying to paint a, like a garment and it's it's you know you're it's quite sort of the effect that um the designer wanted was quite like watercolor sort of washy and if you're trying to do that on a 3d thing and what you know the like paint's dripping everywhere and running down here there and everywhere and you're, you're like mm, that's not what I want yeah. <laughs> so like, right okay how can I make this work for, for me but also not like make it too hard for the person that's got to make it up as well yeah <laughs> try to figure out like is this easier for you okay it's, it is okay that's fine <laughs> does the designer have um what had you been given sort of very imagine you would have been given specific guidelines as to what to put on what to paint on and um yeah I mean the the great thing was that we had like a really good um research sort of like book and everything to go through so it, would, it was great to from from that book we sort of picked out things and done different little swatch type samples that were say a3 size and sort of had a whole bunch of them and then the designer could come down and have a look at them and see where to go with that and like which ones were her favorites and everything and then we'd take it for like further forward um yeah so like it was good to have that initial research just to see roughly what she was sort of direction yeah exactly that but, sounds is i i because what if you those images are they're just they are beautiful. I actually think the film also won an Oscar for the best costume as well, didn't it? Oh no, it didn't get an Oscar in the end because I think. Oh, no, 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 it was nominated though because I think it got um she got a a BAFTA but for the favorite that year. Um, oh, I think Sandy Bar had two. She yeah. had two nominations that year, didn't she? Yeah, but I, I can't remember who won. Was it um oh uh, was it Black Panther that won that year? Maybe, Maybe. there was one year where there was just like uh, everything was. I mean. Yeah, it was like a pretty epic kind of nominations year, I think. It's quite diverse as well. So you're like, yeah, well, when's it's all going to be good? So yeah, yeah. Uh, but I mean, yeah, it's like it was just amazing to work with so much color as well because it was so vibrant. You know, it was just oh, beautiful, really, really satisfying. Oh, um, yeah. If anyone hasn't seen that, they need to check it out because it was pretty amazing. Um, but talking about collaborations, do you ever is there any collaboration with other departments? So not necessarily within the costume department, but um, say props or graphics or illustrations. Is yeah. there ever? So um, on one of the most recent jobs I've done, I was working a little bit with um, more directly with um, our illustrator as well, which was nice because it was um, for the the film. It's sort of very obvious that the person that's making it has a specific style that's and she's sort of doing the drawings for it and everything so like I was working with um with Tom our illustrator quite a lot and also with um with their uh, graphics department um because there's yeah there's just one particular outfit that's sort of very it's it's got lots of typographic things in it so I had to sort of convert what they put um into like a, a version of um that would work for screen printing so wow yeah it was it was really interesting because it was it was amazing to see how they work and and to see how like 
yeah, where they get their images from and then also how I can make it work for myself. And I suppose it's quite good for them to see what happens to it after that, you know, like I've done my bit too as well, because I suppose everyone approaches things slightly differently, don't they? So it's just sort of, yeah. Yeah, out with the norm. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's really nice. Um, how have you found the... So it's going to be an odd thing to say, but obviously you guys also, I think all departments have, there's levels of intricacy and detail that go into go into costumes or the jewellery or the sets or props. And they're sometimes they're so fleeting on the screen that you, when you watch something, you're like, oh, I spent like 100 hours doing that. And it's literally just flown by and no one's going to ever notice. Yeah, yeah. I notice it. But I think actually if, it's almost one of those things where with those kinds of details if they weren't there they'd be missed I always think that if something's not there then you notice whether if it's where whereas if it's there it's one of those things whereby okay that's that's correct that's how it's meant to be so you don't notice it yeah I mean there's so many things that are just completely bypassed aren't they or it's worse when um you know that you've spent so long doing something and then it just doesn't even make the film and you're like oh <laughs> <laughs> I think people don't realize though I think when watching something the amount of stuff that is just um produced just oh, it's produced that. and it's not because it's not wanted or anything like that it's just because some scenes are sometimes cut or it just doesn't look with it just doesn't go with the aesthetic at that point or yeah, exactly. there's so many other different factors just very 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 much in the background so you you might get a, a really subtle glimpse of it but that's about it but I mean it's just part of it though isn't it because remember how many um how many amazing things we made on Star Wars oh, and you like okay. oh how many of those things did you actually see you know it was it was crazy I mean it was um, it added to the effect of like the overall film but you're like yeah oh. I just wish that there was I mean there probably is somewhere I've not really looked into it too much but there should be something long cut <laughs> or just like having like a photo of every single person wearing all their amazing things because it was incredible like it looked so good that was pretty awesome so me and Steph um did worked on Star Wars 8 alongside um we had we were part of a team of people obviously yeah. um and we were working in the jewelry department and it was just the, the stuff was just amazing oh, it was yeah. like it was just so cool even when I think about it now I'm like oh god that's so amazing I know it really was isn't it it gives you chills you're just like oh it's so nice we're just, yeah. yeah I think also we had a really we our team was really awesome and we just had a really nice time didn't we I think yeah, yeah that was um, too <laughs> yeah I think that's part of it too to be fair I think like with most jobs I think it makes a massive difference um who you're with and how you're spending the time is work whilst working obviously producing loads of work obviously um <laughs> um what other thing what do you really enjoy about working in film or television shows I should say actually or theatre I guess but you've mainly mainly worked in film yeah mainly in film I've never worked in theatre actually it's one thing that I it, it'd be really interesting to do because I think the perspective is quite different because of you know like I suppose what we do, um, especially breakdown wise for a film, it's all quite, you know, it's subtle to a point because it's got to look so realistic, but for theatre it's really exaggerated and everything. So it's it's quite interesting, like the different styles that you, you know, that people have for doing different things, I suppose. Yeah, that's true. But, um, oh yeah, I'd, I just think for me, I just I think it's just so nice to think like you know I don't I mean who knows what you'll be doing 10 years from now do you know what I mean like hopefully still be doing some amazing work somewhere but if you do get to the point finally where you're not working um in film anymore it's still there like everything that you've you've made is it's 
oh you know it's you know someone's yeah exactly it's history you know I just think it's yeah there's not many jobs that you can say that some you know like it's going to be around forever pretty much yeah that's true and actually I think the other thing I think I find really um satisfying about our job is that it's not instant gratification as per se but I think you make something and then you see it I mean you don't always see the thing that you make but you know that it's going towards something and then actually you see a visual representation of it when you go when you see the film or the show or whatever it is that it is but you it's quite an instant reaction in that in that you get instant feedback as it were so I think that's really satisfying like seeing oh okay oh maybe that's pretty cool you get quite a good good amount of like pride from it as well if you especially really worked on and you're like oh look at that it looks really good in the end (laughs) (laughs) I think it's I think I I always count myself very lucky to be working in the industry I work in and I think it's um it's pretty awesome to love like love and be quite happy and creative in what you do because I think everyone doesn't everyone doesn't get that privilege do they I think it's um... I know because a lot of you know like uh, I mean I know so many people that um yeah they've went on to do some amazing work but it's it's very like digital and I'm I mean I do use like digital stuff in my work but I'm happy that I still get to create something with my hands I think that's yeah. magical I just I- love it yeah I think it is especially in a world now I think like you said where you mentioned the digital stuff but a lot of it's um so CGI for example or um I can't think off the top of my head but in a way we're becoming so much more automated about things and things are so somewhere else if that makes sense they're not they're not tangible that to still be using your hands to do something like to work and create is pretty awesome and that's like amazing because you know there's so many crafts that are completely you know like everything's done by machine now and there's not that many people that that are actually capable of doing things by hand so I think that's really rare you know like increasingly so probably yeah that's true I actually do because I remember I think I was taught I was reading something about um I can't remember what it was exactly but it was about how CGI will affect the film industry and I think it was an article written maybe like five or six years ago and whether it spells a decline of actual making physical making and um, painting and actual physical costume um, in the film world and I don't think it has I feel like we're it's a booming ind- well obviously not right now well, because well, of Covid yeah. but yeah it is a booming <laughs> industry yeah I mean where we like in the UK it's it's amazing just now there's so many jobs and I think compared to like 10 years ago when there was a lot less people um, working in film and costume anyway um you know people would say that um you know you'd have like one or two jobs a year and it you'd, you'd have like six months off or something whereas now you know you're literally working all the time which is incredible like yeah, it's, yeah it's amazing yeah I think it's um we're very lucky and on that note actually um I did actually very, with a very short notice I actually my fault but I asked you to pick <laughs> If you could give us your three either film, TV show or theatre recommendations. And I was wondering if you had a chance to think about them and what they were. That's it. Um, um, just from what I've been watching recently and also my favourite things. Um, have you seen The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel yet? No, everyone oh, keeps oh, telling me to watch so it. You have to see it. It's just, uh, oh, Poonam, you're going to love it. It's so beautiful. Like everything about it is just gorgeous, you know. Like the story is great, but like all like everything, just the sets and the costumes. Oh, it's just gorgeous. Hmm. See, you you're you've been added to a long list of people that keep telling me to watch it. So I probably should just watch it now because I have the time as well. <laughs> you 
definitely have to it's just one of those things you know <laughs> just do it <laughs> at the time <laughs> I definitely do yeah <laughs> what else um well my favorite film probably of all time is The Fifth Element and if you haven't seen that then there's something wrong with you because I mean it's just amazing like, <laughs> <laughs> I have seen that I have seen that I have seen yeah that. that's good <laughs> I have to agree it is a really good film it is so good I have to watch it probably once every month because it's just it's just too good do yeah. you? You watch it once every month? Well, probably roughly, yeah. Wow. Ewan's all like, oh my God, watch that again. And I'm like, yep. <laughs> it's just too good, you know. You can't go wrong with that. So. It is a visually, storyline-wise, but visually, actually, I think it's a feast. Yeah, exactly. It's just, oh, it's just great. Uh, and then I'm, I do like a, a lot of Wes Anderson films, but my favourite Wes Anderson film is Life Aquatic. If you've seen that. No, sorry, I've not seen that. Sorry. I've, Oh well, I love Bill Murray, and Bill Murray's in it, so it's and it's just such a cute story. It's just really, really nice. I definitely recommend that. Oh, okay. Well, I'll be adding Mars, marvelous Mrs. Maisel on Life Aquatic. You said, yeah, Life Aquatic, Life Aquatic to my to watch list in quarantine yeah. for sure. Um, What's but your- that. Oh well, my all oh, don't know to ask me. Uh, <laughs> I haven't got three. I, I'm like, yeah, I'm going to ask everybody this question, but I myself don't have three. One prepared at least. Come on. <laughs> so this is a really like, I feel like it, people are going to be like, oh, it's so cheesy. Um, but it's probably the Andrew Davis Pride and Prejudice series, the BBC one. Oh, the one that came out like, I know you're like about a years ago. <laughs> Do, and you know, you said you watched Life of. Um, you watch uh, Fifth Element every month, so this is this this particular version of Pride and Prejudice is probably the thing I go to when I'm either bored or sick or just want something like I just want something to watch. I'll just have that on, or if I'm doing something and I just want to watch something in the background, I'll have that on. Oh, that's, I, that's a good thing though because you, it's sort of like steady enough that you'll get through it, but it'll take a wee while. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, like six episodes or something like that. I think it's. On it's on Netflix, guys, so watch it. It is, it is. it's Netflix. true. I saw that the other day. I was like, ooh. It is, and something like it's not the best, blah, 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 blah but like, I love it. So, <laughs> so there. So there, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you, Steph, so much for being on the podcast. It's oh, been really nice. It's been nice to have a chat about it, actually. I hope I didn't garble too much nonsense. No. <laughs> I hope you all enjoyed listening to the chat with Steph and it gave you a little insight into her role as a textile artist in the film world. Stay tuned for the next episode where I'll be chatting to costume designer Sinead Cadell about her work. Thank you and goodbye.